back, Act 2 the Podcast, episode 94. How are you? Your boy, International Walt, back in the building. And your girl, Tosh, the co-hostess with the most. Is and we are back for another episode this week, um, episode 94, um, Act 2 the Podcast. How you say 94? 94. 94. Si. Um, catch us on act2thepodcast.com, Facebook, Instagram, um, Spotify, TikTok, Anchor, Breaker, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, um, uh, Radio Public, uh, Facebook, all those platforms you can catch our faces on. Let's get to it. How are you? Well, to start, I am just okay today because people, I want y'all to see, I get a love note every oh, single shit. episode before the show starts. I ain't getting no love note today. So, eh, I'll do my best. But, um, I'm okay. Um, mentally, I'm probably, um, I'm a seven, I'm a 7.75. You know, I was, I was struggling a little bit earlier, you know, just thinking about going zones in my mind, but I prayed and just asked God, you know what, remove those feelings of negative stuff and replace it so i'm imp- i can feel myself improving and then this love note just made me feel better so you know i'm, I'm so does that raise your number um yeah i'll, I'll you can give me an eight okay. <laughs> um what's work like dead air what's work, work like? is because that I, well i didn't have dead air i said <sighs> i felt it but um work is probably Work is an eight. It's overwhelming, but it's an eight. I won't complain. I won't complain. That's my favorite gospel song. Um, financially, I'm a 10. No complaints there. Um, and then physically, physically, I'm a, I'm a seven. And that's just, uh, I just, the same thing as I said last week, and that's my own responsibility to do something about it. Just, I, I don't want this winter, well, I mean, winter, yeah, but fall, winter, you know, the cold weather to go by, and you start feeling like, but not in necessarily a bad way so it can be good like you just want to like cuddle up and hibernate and be in the house but i do still want to be active too so it's like you got to have a good balance it's not like blah in the sense of what was me i don't want to go out but it's like that all right be a cuddle Um, bunny but there's a seven plus standard on this show a seven plus standard yeah so So it can't be a standard i mean i mean it can't be a seven you can give me a 7.1 a seven plus a 7.1. Just a 7 plus. It ain't got to be no number. Okay. <laughs> mm. How are you? Um, I'm good. Mentally, I feel like I'm about a 7. Mm. Um, plus. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> a Do you need plus. a love note, too? Um, I had one today. Yeah, I had one today oh. in my lunch. So, I appreciate you for Oh, get your love notes in your <coughs> life. Your amazing wife. Um, my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's who gives them to me. Uh, so that's cool. Um, work, I feel like a eight that's for good. work. You've finance, been enjoying work. Finances is a nine. Um, and physicality, I feel like an eight. Nothing hurts. Nothing's bad. Nothing going. Oh shit! Tweak my back. So <laughs> Did you just should. tweak it? No, like, I tweaked oh. it downstairs, but I forgot about it. Um, so probably a seven plus on that too. I bring the eight down to a seven plus. Can I tell you something I've been thinking about lately? And this is like some old lady stuff or old people stuff, but it's been on my mind more and more. I want to invest in a sleep number bed. I don't. I do. Like I feel like we're not really getting. What are the- you sixty fucking five? <laughs> I'm not getting a sleep number bed so you can hear that shit in the nighttime. Raising up and down. Nobody's doing that shit. I feel like we're not getting the best sleep. Like, don't get me wrong. We have a great mattress, but I feel like it's, you ever feel like it's something better out there that we could be taking no, advantage of? No, it's just of. longer sleep is out there. That's what's out there. More hours of sleep. That's what's out there. <sighs> yeah. The not breaking of sleep, maybe getting up for a consistency of five to ten days without an alarm clock. Well, that sounds like vacation. Batteries. Yeah, <laughs> the batteries. Are you taking vacation around holiday time like you should do? I don't know. Well, staycation, I don't have no PTO time. But I, I, even though I wish that I had the time to, I do like the fact that you can do that 
just for you know your mental mm -hmm. yeah or you it's can necessary it is it is um wilds and woes what you got for this week <sighs> my wild this week is celebrating another year with you being your wife us being together us being a union um we had a great weekend of relaxation and fun and you know we like to do the fancy smancy stuff and getting dressed and and i don't know maybe it was just like the chillier weather too or just being comfortable and that um it just felt good i had a great time you know we did a little bit of everything like you know we did a little bit we had like the cheap lunch date at chick-fil-a we you know, we did have massages got you know manis and petties um and had had some good fun. So mm -hmm. that that was really my wow. I had a great great time. What with was you. your wow? Um, just you know, uh, family dysfunctional family dynamics can really be taxing on people. And it's not something I feel like it's just me or just you. It's crazy how prevalent it is. So you know that was kind of like a, a woe for me. But God is good. Um and. You know, I, I'm 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 okay, but that was just like a, a well for me. So mm -hmm. that was that. What was your wild and most this week? My wilds is um when I when I first initially everybody know or you know that I went and got um new new teeth, and when I initially got my teeth, not that I was looking for compliments or anything like mm -hmm. that, but I didn't get a lot. And well, you got to think too, people who didn't know you probably. Yeah, I didn't get a lot, and it's not that I was looking for them because I wasn't. I was I was happy myself with what I did. But this week, I got numerous compliments, <laughs> and it was like, wow. Like, um, like I was working in a space by myself and just, like, singing music, and a, a girl had came in, uh, a secretary girl asked me to cut the music down. But she was like, before you cut the music down, your teeth are really, really white. And it was like, wow, that's that's cool. <laughs> and, and then somebody in Wawa asked me, like, you know what's going on and then when we was at our place having fun mm -hmm. another person had asked me so that, that just made me feel good just the compliments they look great i like them and I, i've seen a lot of different people get teeth and you know to, i've seen people be negative about it too and it's like i mean not about you personally but like there was a, i don't give a fuck no i'm <laughs> just saying about people saying um like people posting videos and people like uh, you didn't need to do that your teeth were fine or you could have did this or you could have did that i think that's one of the biggest problems with society people telling other people what they what to do mind your business mm -hmm. um i seen this video this young girl it's crazy she went to mexico mm -hmm. 25 like the conversion between whatever she paid there to us dollars twenty five hundred dollars and they look great. I don't know about the quality, the provider, none of that kind of stuff. They look nice. She was happy. She was beautiful. So I think that's one of those things that your smile is like, you know, your body, if people want to get cosmetic surgery, you can cover that up and stuff like that. But your smile, <coughs> like your, that's something that is hard to cover and who wants to do that? So I'm happy that you're. For me, your smile you is like good. your eyes. Like people, something that they see, they kind of look in your mouth because you talk to people and they look in your eyes because, you know, that's like a human, right. a connection type thing when you're talking. So, yeah, your, your, your teeth is like your eyes to me, so. Yeah, so I'm, I'm happy that you feel good. And I, the guy, yeah, he was like, you know, what's up? So, they look great to me. Yeah, and that was crazy. A dude asked me, so it was like, it was weird, like, because you get compliments from women and you, like, smile about that. But a dude, he kind of caught me off guard. Like, <laughs> fuck you mean oh these <laughs> um yeah uh my woe is i don't know what it is but i went and got a mani pedi with my wife and the lady was real rude to me mm. ignorant and i can't stop thinking about it <laughs> and it's fucking the middle of the week and this shit happened on the weekend and i can't stop thinking about this lady um, I'm coming after you, lady. I'm coming after. I asked you, did I need to go and check her? And you, you should have no, let because me. because we sh we should have just left and continued our day. But it's weird to me how this is like the fourth day, and I'm still thinking about this fucking lady. Yeah, you so. gotta shake it off and pray about it. Like, so I I cannot stand rude customer service. Like, I cannot stand it. And this was a scenario where. First of all, you don't wait for a tip. I don't care what the um, field is, what, what industry it is, food, personal services, whatever. A tip is 
yes it is recommended social it's like the social etiquette but it ain't required and everybody doesn't have to no we are people who tip and we tip well for services when deserved but you don't wait for somebody to tip before you you finish services and you shouldn't wait at all but damn sure not before you finish services especially if you don't know who's a new customer like if you're a new customer then you don't know the process of said store you know set establishment so right, right. if you don't understand the process then you know walk people through it but give people the opportunity i'm, I'm, to I'm do gonna say something right too thing. when i go back in there because i'm not new and I, i'm gonna say something she probably she might not even remember who you are but i am definitely gonna say something because i don't like the fact that this is bothering you four days later yeah. and i'm gonna just tap on her shirt like listen when you yeah i got it i got it <laughs> i got it babe um, I just want to say before we get started, this is episode 94 of this podcast. Yes. And when we started out, it was I wasn't really that good. She wasn't really that good. And throughout this journey, I feel like we've gotten better. And I feel like I really, really know how to do this now. So mm -hmm. this y'all are going to see us one day. And we, have, we wouldn't start out doing this because um, we wanted the lights and all that stuff. But we uh, started out because we had something to say, and we still have something to say. But y'all are going to see this podcast grow one day, and it's going to be huge, and it's going to be big, and we're going to be in the, in the lights, and y'all are going to see us. Mark my words on it. It's a promise. So I just wanted to say that. I feel like we, we, we really got the hang of this, um, and we're going to make some moves, and you're going to see us in a bigger place, and that's that. Damn. Um, Looking forward to it. This coming season... Um, Holidays are coming around. Halloween is close. Mm. Holidays are coming soon. And a lot of people get MDD. And it's major um, depression disorder. Oh. And a lot of people, uh, it's different from SAD. It's, dis it's different from seasonal disorder. That's something to do with the sun and the, and the seasons. Mm -hmm. But this is specifically based around the holidays where people put expectations on themselves. Um, they don't go to family family gatherings that they should go to or they shouldn't go to. So they put themselves around people that they probably shouldn't be around. Um, they have expectation of gifts. Um, financial strains become a big part of the holidays because you want to do and want to buy for everybody. I just want to say, don't put the stress on you of buying something or thinking that you're Santa Claus. I do mm -hmm. think that everybody on Christmas morning should have one gift to open and that's it. But you don't have to go and break your back and try to buy your kids or your spouse or your loved one thousands of dollars and stuff for one day when you know you guys have bigger dreams and aspirations ahead of you. So just take the holidays at ease. Take the stress off yourself. I'm going to give a couple of, of, of coping mechanisms out during the show to kind of help with the uh, MDD um, as we get through the conversation. But Take it easy this holiday season. Have a great Thanksgiving. Have a great holiday. Um, if you can be with family, be with family. If you can't, be with friends. That's your family too. Um, be with your spouse. Be with your loved one. Uh, if you can be with your kids, be with your kids. If you can't, then take some solace in just uh, being thankful for the things that you do have around you. Um, so don't stress out. Don't get financially stressed. Don't get mentally stressed. Just take it easy during these holidays and... Uh, have, have a good a good holiday. Um, why are the holidays hard on mental health? According to the America, um, the American Psychological Association, 38% of people surveyed said that stress increases during the holiday season, which can lead to physical illness, depression, anxiety, and substance misuse, alcohol consumption, overeating, lack of sleep. What do you think some of the reasons are people get stressed out around the holidays? I think it's because of the stigma that comes with it and that um, judgment of you should be, what should be, it should be. And when people's reality doesn't live up to the should be's, then, you know, it causes feelings of inadequacy. It causes feelings of sadness, um, envy so i think all of those things tie into each other because either like you said you have family but it's some dysfunction or you don't have the family that you want and 
I don't know if there's any data or other. I, I do know that historically the holiday time has always, there's always been a greater um, occurrence of um, depression and unfortunately suicide. I don't know if there has been any increase due to social media. And the only reason why I say that is because you have more, um, you have more eyes on what other people are doing. Like, you know, pre-social media, you kind of knew the expectation. You hear about it. You might see it on the news or on TV, like movies and stuff like that. But now social media puts it in your face. And yeah, you have people that's getting Birkin bags and people getting cars for Christmas. That's a lot of that you see on Christmas morning is the bows on cars now. It's not just commercials. You see in real life people. Or even you just see the mom who, for however she, you know, working hard or getting help for whatever the situation may be. It may not be somebody of that financial status that's doing those things. But you might see the mom that went above and beyond. And who knows what she had to sacrifice to do it for her kids. And you might be a mom or a dad. And you, you, you wish that you could have done the same thing. Right. So that could also be, you know, on a more realistic level for us everyday working people where you know the Birkin bags and the you know like you said the Maybox and the those the Lamborghinis and stuff yeah we see that but you kind of know well I wasn't going I was I said Birkin bag but I didn't say Maybach I was well, going, I was talking about the everyday people like if you just see somebody getting cars it's like something we grew up not seeing only on commercials did you see the bow on the car but now with social media like you said I was just making a point of you do see whether it's everyday people or fucking Rick Ross getting a car, it doesn't matter. It's just somebody getting a car and you having aspirations of, damn, I wish I had that and I don't have a car today. Yeah, so I, I think that's part of what contributes to people having a harder time around the holiday time. It's that should be. And one that's one of the things that we learned in um, counseling. I don't know if that was in our session or my individual, but... When you use the word should, that's a judgment mm -hmm. against how you... It's just a judgment. So you shouldn't judge Elaborate yourself. How, how? How is it a judgment? Because you're saying, okay, you're, you're, whether it's positive or negative, it doesn't necessarily mean, but you're judging how this, how a scenario in your mind should play out. So mm -hmm. this is, you're making a judgment that this is how this event should occur. Mm -hmm. This is what the, ex this is the expectation that's being set. And you can very easily set yourself up for disappointment. Right. Um, or you could not set the bar high enough for what the re the realistic um, outcome will be. So like, well, yes, we all have expectations. I mean, it's it's unrealistic to think you go into anything not having expectations. Maybe not about everything. You may be open-minded. But most things, in our mind, we kind of know how we want it to play out. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you have to be realistic. That may not happen. But when you say... Optimism oh, and pessimism, they go hand in hand. They do, but then you have to remember that middle ground of realism. You know, it's okay to feel and wish and hope but be realistic that it doesn't mean that's how it's going to be so i think when we had that mentality of oh this is how christmas should be this is how thanksgiving dinner should look with all the family and all the laughs and all the family game night and you know nobody having a bad time then again you set yourself up for disappointment when things don't pan out that way um a lot of people it's crazy to me because as a kid i thought like I didn't know anything of this. I thought everybody was happy around the holidays, except for kids who didn't get what they want. <coughs> um, but as you get older, you realize a bigger perspective on the holidays. It's not just about toys and, and games and all that kind of stuff. And a lot of people do turn to drugs and alcohol for stress. And it's like, damn, it's such a, um, a joyful time of the year. And, you know, people are picking up addictions um, that's, that's not cool. Some of the reasons are lack of time, <coughs> financial pressure, gift giving and family gatherings. Mm. Speak to that. Well, is that, I mean, the lack of time. Yeah, because you're trying to work, you're trying to get money. That's a lack of time. But see, I, I mean, yeah, I, I can imagine that being... Maybe that one doesn't relate to you, but what about the rest right, of Right, no, I'm just thinking about people in general. I think I think that's a, a one of those things that is hard to manage because even we talk about um, 
Like what the, if you got eight kids? We but we talk about like Christmas is one of those things where like it doesn't change. It's like a birthday. You know this day is always gonna be your birthday. You know Christmas is always gonna be the twenty fifth of December. So I think we as humans naturally naturally we kind of set ourselves up. Now you have those really um anal people and maybe anal for a good reason that will like start picking up little stuff for christmas in like august like i'ma just store this away in the closet for my grandbaby or in january they start stocking up on wrapping paper because now it's on sale so i know you have those people but i think we set ourselves up with the pressure of time because we know but no matter how many times we say it oh we're going to start early it just doesn't happen no and you never do and you end up you know that's why the malls and shit are jammed up the last two weeks of the holiday season yeah. I mean, before christmas because that's when people shop yeah and then you and said there's a lot of people who do that thing that you said like pick up shit in august and start mm -hmm. in september and october lots of people who do that but it just seems like it's more people who enjoy not even enjoy i think they're putting themselves in that uncomfortable rushing um um state of mind because somehow they get in some type of euphoric rush out of it I don't even know if it's euphoric. I think it's one of those things where you think about this, right? We know it's 24 hours in a day. It's seven days in a week. We know how many days it is. Well, we can, if you don't know off the top of your head, you can count the days to Christmas. But we always think we got more time than it really is. Yeah, but that, and next thing you know, you look up, you like, oh my God, Christmas is in three weeks. But in your mind, you kept thinking, oh, I got time. Oh, I got time. And then it's like... Damn, I don't have it's here, yeah. but we do that's self inflicted because the calendar. But, yeah, but that's what I mean. I think we get something out of that, and I don't. And if you're not supposed to get something out of being uncomfortable, like a euphoric, a, a, a sensation. So maybe I'm using the wrong word, but you get something out of that last minute. Let me run to the store. I'm looking for shit. I'm looking for shit. I'm looking for shit. I can't find shit. Oh shit, I found it, and you finally get it, and you get back to the car, and it's like. Ooh, shit. So like, maybe this is going a little too deep. Do you think it's like one of those things where it, people want, it's like that, again, self-inflicted struggle, but you know you're going to make it happen. So it's like you put yourself in, under pressure yeah. to struggle so then you could feel victorious when... Exactly. So you can get the joy out of that. And it's like lots of people, like robots walking around the stores doing that. I hate it. I I hate the mall. I hate last minute shopping, but always find ourselves doing it. But people, what were the other things? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, gift giving and family gatherings. Gift giving, I definitely think, is one of those big things because again, the expectations of is this big enough? Is does this cost enough? Right. Is this cheesy? And and it, it's a shame because I mean, people kind of set expectations for the kind of gifts that they want. I'm going to tell you this. This is one thing about me. And I just recently posted this on social media, on Instagram. I am one of those people who I don't like, except for him. But I don't really like when people ask me what I want because I really love any gifts. Like, I like the fact that somebody just thought about me. A, a mug. I got. I, I specifically asked for pot holders last year. And they're good quality. Like, I love them. Um... Like, I really ask for, if somebody does ask me, it can be, like, the most trivial thing, but I just like a gift. Now, I know you have some people that are more materialistic, um, you know, maybe because of, and that might be a thing, too. Maybe you might have family members who live a certain lifestyle, and people feel the pressure of, like, they have to buy them something at the Right, because you have people yeah. at, at that are on different levels. There's levels to this shit, but... So you might think this this person or this this friend you have that lives in this half a million dollar house who drives a Tesla and has all the electronic equipments, you can't buy them a mug. Or at least right. you think you, you can. You think you can't. Yeah, and that's but the that's thing. it's supposed to be about thoughtful. So what in society uh, I mean, I think this the um sensationalizing Christmas, um that's what made people like they felt like oh i can't buy a mug like it's not just about the thought mm -hmm. i have to stress myself out and go into debt because i think i gotta buy you a computer because you live in a nice house and got a nice car and you got all these gadgets and gadgets but you hit it on the head it's the sensationalism of christmas tied in with the materialism of the society because one of the things that i like to do now i mean it's a little different 
with, with my husband because he's a man I'm a, but but with like friends my siblings one of the things that I like to do is buy people stuff that I like like and I I, I can't take credit but I kind of stole it from like Oprah's favorite things like when she gives out gifts it's like throughout the year throughout that year between the holidays things that she's discovered that she's used that she's bought for herself that she decided like wow I really like this so the idea is that she used was these are my favorite things I want to share with the people I love because you hopefully you love them as much as I do so I have really used that mentality and for me it I can sleep good at night knowing like that gift was from my heart. I ain't chin jag nobody and just trying to slip them something. Like one of the things, um, you know, I've tried to do over the last couple of years is like, a, I know people have friends giving. Well, but I'm not a fan of potlucks. So we'll do like a friends miss thing where I get my friends together. We do things and I've given them things that I love. Last year, it was the reusable straws. Like, even though we forget to take them. But, you know, you go out to the restaurants and they got these stupid paper straws yep. now. So, I gave everybody a set of, like, iridescent reusable straws. You can use it in your house. But it's just one of those things that... It's a thoughtful gift. It's yeah. inexpensive. And you don't have to stress yourself out. And it's and something you that I really yourself, like. You know, you can buy four friends that instead mm -hmm. of thinking, I got to get four iPads. Right. Like, you don't have to do kind of shit like that. Even if you have kids, like, your kids... You can get them quality gifts, but you can also get them simple gifts that go, like, accessorize. Like, yeah. yeah, you get a quality thing, but here goes some simple stuff that you've been saying you wanted throughout the year or stuff that I know you can fucking use immediately that you'll appreciate. I so think you don't it, always have to stress yourself out with, you know, unreal expectations on the, the way something should be going or the way an out, like she said, the way uh, a Christmas has to be or Thanksgiving has to be. I think if people focus on what people have said for years but don't really live by, it's the thought that counts. If you really, and people should be of the mindset and receiving a gift. We know it really isn't how the world works, but I think that would take away some of the pressure. At what age did the holidays change for you? Like, where to, to think back and just give it some thought. Like, when was it the first time that you probably didn't get a gift on a Christmas and you realized, damn, I'm, I'm grown? And it, not like, you know, like nobody loved you, but I'm not in a relationship. I'm grown enough where my parents don't buy me shit. Like, I'm grown. And well, this year is Christmas and I didn't really get anything. So, I mean, I've I've always got something for Christmas, even when I was grown. But what I, I remember, and I'm trying to think, it probably was around like 16 or so. I remember feeling like that shift of Christmas. So, in our family, we was what we were like, we didn't we didn't get clothes for Christmas on Christmas Day, but we always got clothes before we went back to school because my mom will always say right after Christmas, everything's going to be on sale. Mm -hmm. So, you know, before we went back after the New Year, she will always take us shopping. We just didn't have clothes open to open on Christmas. But I remember being like 16 or so and like the other gifts that I got were, you know, smaller, you know, not as, ooh, exciting. <laughs> maybe like just maybe a diary like just really simple stuff and I remember just kind of sitting back and watching my sisters open their stuff and realizing like I mean as a kid I, I felt salty I felt a little salty but then I remember just like knowing that you know my mom did the best that she could probably and my sisters were excited and they didn't no, I mean, because when you're really young, you don't, you're not thinking about the quality of the gifts. You're just like, oh, I got new stuff to open. So I think that was a run of time I felt it change. Um, and so that kind of like level set my expectations moving forward. Yeah. And then there was one year, and not to be ungrateful, because we definitely got gifts, but we decided to do Christmas differently. We went shopping for our like ourselves. ourselves like you buy yourself some stuff you want i buy myself some stuff we want we went together but you know kind of went our separate ways so we had all the stuff so when we woke up on christmas it was like i have nothing from him to open he had nothing from me to open we said we ain't never doing that again because no. <laughs> it was like wait a minute like that just little kid and, and if you don't celebrate christmas then that's fine too like i know um, Toya, her I family. I support I, I, all my Jewish friends. 
I don't have any Jewish friends. I know Toya, like, they, she grew up not celebrating Christmas, but her kids never feel like they're missing anything. They get stuff all the time. So Christmas just, it wasn't like they felt, um, deprived or anything. Mm -hmm. It was just like, okay, we probably got something last week. We'll probably get something next week. So, but if you do celebrate, then you understand that joy at any age of just opening I think it was gift. devastating for me because... Like you said, I realized the shift, but it was like, damn, like that saltiness was, was oh, like salty. in there. And it was like, like, wow, like what the fuck is going on here? But I do remember like being grown and in the first couple years of my situation, like when I was uh, in trouble, I didn't get anything for Christmas. Did and, you buy yourself? Yeah. And it was like, damn, like it's Christmas and I'm by myself and... I ain't got no gift. Like, it was like, damn, life is real. Mm. Like, shit is real out here. And I remember that. It was eye-opening. It was like, damn, like, I don't, I'm not sharing life with nobody right now. Like, shit is crazy. And it's Christmas, and it ain't like the normal Christmases. Like, right. I'm really grown now. What was your parents' um, perspective of Christmas growing up? Um, I mean, I know your dad wasn't always in the house, so I don't know if you have insight for him. But with your mom, like, what was her attitude and perspective? Her attitude was, you know, I want to buy you guys a bunch of shit. Like, she liked Christmas. I don't, I can't remember if we decorated like that. Like, yeah, we, I think we did. We had lights in the windows and shit like that and always had a tree. But it was, you know... I'm like, I'm going to get you this much money in the beginning of the year, the middle of the year. It was this much money, almost Christmas. It was short. By the time it was Christmas, it was $100. And it was like, what the fuck? Like, but was she like jolly on Christmas? No, she was more um, stressed and upset because she knew that we didn't get what we, um, what we had said we wanted all year. Um, now, there were some Christmases where... I do remember getting like the remote control car that I wanted and shit like that. But, you know, I, I don't. So I do remember some good Christmases, but I always, you know, as a kid, you want toys, you want, you want things, you want shit that you can show off the shiny stuff. But my Nana, like no matter what Christmas it was, I had a whole winter wardrobe at mm -hmm. her house. Mm -hmm. So I could go there after opening a toy or being disappointed at my house and go there and then I'm not getting a toy, but I got 10 sweaters, right. two coats, <laughs> two pairs of shoes, five pairs of jeans, three shirts. Like, I got all this shit, hat, coat, scarf, like, all this stuff. And I was appreciative of it. So, you know, I went back to school still looking clean, still looking like I got something for Christmas. Yeah, that's how... So, my, my, my dad, like... He, Hold on. No, I don't think I'd be that way now, though. Like, if we had kids, I don't think I would... Um, my kids would get, you know, shit, but I think that we get shit all year and I wouldn't make, we would celebrate Christmas, but I wouldn't make it a sensationalized thing. Like here's 15 different things under the tree for each one of y'all. Like I wouldn't do that. I probably would, but, but, <laughs> but, but it's for me. And I, when I guess I should have, um, clarified, like for us growing up the cr Christmas, it was like, once we opened our gifts, it was just kind of like back to like the norm like my mom always had um negative feelings about the holidays thanksgiving and christmas from her childhood like i you know her expectations um from growing up like her christmas her holidays just weren't good you know my grandma tried her best or whatever and you know my grandpa as well and they, but there was just things going on so as an adult you know she would buy us gifts and you know we would celebrate but it wasn't like that full day of, in our house. It mm -hmm. wasn't that full day of like, it was like, jo like a joyous occasion. Was exactly. When the gifts was unwrapped, it was like, okay, back to whatever. Like we would play with our stuff. Like me and my sister, once my other sister came along. But it wasn't that like joyous household feeling. Like you everybody know? get cocoa and sit around and let's enjoy the tree and nah, talk about what My mom we got. probably went back to sleep for the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. And my dad, he probably didn't wake up until five o'clock in the evening. So it wasn't just that, but we, we kind of, so Thanksgiving, we always went to um, my grandparents' house and then Christmas, sometimes we went to my aunt's house and it would be like a big family dinner and, you know, more 
um celebratory there but yeah my parents were not our house felt very glum hmm. so attached to mmd to mdd there's a um a, a, another type of sadness i'm sorry another type of um, disorder ssn uh, sweet, sad, nostalgia. There's a special and profound sadness. Wait, wait, you said SSN, and it's yes. called sweet... sweet and sad nostalgia. Okay. Uh, there's a special and profound sadness and loneliness when a spouse or family member has been lost. The irony is the trigger is being around other family members. So if you have a spouse or a husband or wife uh, or child or you know aunt or sister or somebody you lost. When the holidays come up, it's like um, the trigger is being around other family members. Mm -hmm. And when, once the joy of being around and laughing and joking instantly puts in your head that person that isn't there. It's, mi it's a missing yeah, piece. Yeah, it's a missing piece. So it's weird that um, you can lose somebody and you think, damn, this is the family that I have left. But when I'm around y'all... I can't not think about the person that I lost. Yeah, it's, it's and I can and imagine. And that's what triggers SSN, sweet and sad nostalgia. I can imagine that feeling always being there, and that, but hopefully at some point, you know, people get to that point of making it celebratory, you know, sharing memories, but still being able to celebrate who else, who is there. But I can only imagine those first few years, it's probably and, and not even like first few years of just Christmas, any occasion you think like birthdays come up of yeah. various family members. It's like you it's always going to be a thing of that missing piece that, you know, would be there. Yeah. So, you know, I think about like my Aunt Carol when, you know, if, if our family gets together to do stuff and it's like, yeah, like she she's a missing piece to it. And it makes me also, when you were talking, it made me think about my grandma. I remember growing up in the summertime, her block was like our fam. It was like the the neighborhood event of the summer, the block party on Gordon mm -hmm. Street. But for our family... Because we lived in the same neighborhood, I've been to this block party <laughs> several times. But for our family, <coughs> it was like a mini family reunion. One, because it always fell around my grandmom's birthday weekend. So we always would have a birthday cake for her. Um, and then you got other cousins and shit that come in because of the block party. Well, because of the block party, because of her mm -hmm. birthday. So it was like, and of course, like, you know, once she passed, um, no, it, it just, it went away. Because yeah, e even though my exist. grandpa was still, it's, it was, for me, I couldn't imagine ever going back, yeah. like, this was because of her that we was all here. So it's one of them things that you hope at some point. Because I know for some families, you have that that key, that hold, well, the glue, like they say, that holds the family together. Mm -hmm. And for some families, it, it falls apart mm -hmm. when that person is gone. But you hope that in other areas, you know, at other times, that people can kind of find their way back if it's a healthy, loving situation. Right. Um... So yeah, uh, this holiday season, just uh, try to um, not get excited, not get too overwhelmed with the cost of things and what you got to do for people. Um, just just try not to get overwhelmed with the season. Um, have a good holiday. Try to have a good Thanksgiving. If things are changing, or you know, you 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 if if things. Just don't line up the way you want them to line up. Just try to be thankful for what you do have is all I'm trying to say. Some ideas to help you cope is um, around the holiday season, engage in self-care. So maybe go out and get yourself a massage and, and, and buy yourself something and stop stressing about what you got to do for other people. Maybe just buy yourself a little something. Um, stick to a routine. You know, don't just be out here haphazard. Have something to do every day. Um, you like that word? Yeah. Um, turn down invites. Don't have to be at everything. Don't have to go to everything just because it's the holiday. You don't have to be, oh, it's two months of the holidays and you've been to seven Christmas parties. <laughs> Not necessary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not necessary. Set budgets. So if you put a cap on the money. This is what I'm spending for Christmas and that's it. I don't give a shit what happens. I don't care if, if, if Santa Claus come down with his, with his own ass. I'm not spending this much money. Um, and just know that December 26th, it's over. The feeling will pass. 
So just know that. All Try to do all those things, but in the back of your mind, know whatever you're feeling, whatever anxiety is there, it all passes on the 26th. Life goes back. Can I, can I say something? Sure. One of the things that I think that um, is great that we've done in our life in different capacities around the holiday time is giving back. Mm -hmm. It is such a feeling of fulfillment. And, you know, giving back can look different for different people, whether you volunteer, whether you buy things for people that, um, you know, are less fortunate, mm -hmm. whatever that looks like. I think that is one of the things that I really enjoy. Like, I feel myself get more excited about that, um, about giving back than... I have, I mean, because I'm not that I'm not excited about buying for our own family, of course, but it's just that excitement of doing something for somebody who is really in need. And it's that um, kind of cloak of privacy where they don't even know who we are. And just knowing that somewhere in the world we are making somebody happy. I love that. Another thing, too, that I've heard a lot of people say, or I won't say a lot, a few people say that they encourage their kids, they make their kids do is when they get new toys or get new gifts, they make them pick some of their gifts, some of their um, possessions that they already have to give away. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a great idea of just exposing kids to giving back because you you kind of you grow up to be that kind of adult when you're that kind of child of gimme 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 and having those expectations and not to say you can't learn to give back as an adult but it's also when you see that that is ingrained in children to give back i mean <laughs> on a smaller level like I have been in a situation, this was years ago, I'll never forget, like, um, I had took the kids to, like, Wendy's or McDonald's or something. This had to be, like, 10 years ago, because I don't even think the two little ones were born. And um, going through, like, the drive-thru, getting them something to eat, and uh, I think it was Wendy's, and there was a homeless person asking for something. And I just gave them my food. And they were like, what are you going to eat? And I'm like, I'll, fi I'll figure it out, like, I'm okay. But... So now, as they have gotten older, if we see somebody, they might ask for a dollar or something to give to somebody who might be on the corner. So just ingraining that in them to know that it's okay to give to the less. I'm not one of those people who like, oh, they're gonna use it for drugs. They, that's their, um, you know, that's their, that's their battle to fight. Um, but I, I just think that's a good thing around the holidays that can help, even if you're not dealing with depression or sadness, or, but just to give back to others because you don't know how you might impact somebody else's life. Yeah, you don't know how sad you might feel or thinking you feeling sad about, oh, I don't have this and I don't have that. But just like she said, that feeling of what you did for somebody else and what they're, what they're getting that morning, you know, it, mm -hmm. it, it helps a lot. And also, if you're feeling like, you one of them people who I ain't got money to buy my kids how I'm going to buy somebody else something. There's all types of programs where you can like go in your closet and take out old clothes that you don't wear no more, that you know you haven't touched, and you can bag that stuff up and give that to a family. So there's all types of ways that you can give back during the holidays. To, And it's, it's crazy because you would think it's a selfless act, but no, it's kind of selfish because it makes you feel awesome. So, yeah. you know, you can call it a selfless act, but... It makes you feel awesome. So it's it's, it's definitely you a selfish your own good too. Yeah. Um, what have you learned? I ain't learned a damn thing this week. I, I ain't learned good. shit neither. I've been. Uh, you know what I learned? No, I did learn, but I don't want to say on camera. Okay. Yeah, but I learned something. <laughs> okay. I love you. Yeah, I love you too. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> three grams. One, two, three. Woman goes viral explaining how two men attempted to pick up the same child from school. Did you hear about this story? No. Okay, let me break it down for y'all. Break it down, break it down. Principal at school gets a call. Need to pick up a girl, okay? Man walks in, says I need to pick up Shariah Johnson. Um, okay, give me a second dealing with this bad kid. Bad kid, you got detention. Another man walks in. Need to pick up my daughter. Okay, what's your daughter's name? Shariah Johnson. Pull up the paperwork. Call on the loudspeaker. We call two kids down. What's your daughter's name? Shariah Johnson. Oh, we got two Shariah Johnsons in the school. Pull up. Oh, no, it's the same. Two men look at each other. Who you? Who you? 
I'm her dad. Who the fuck are you? I'm her dad. Who the fuck are you? What the fuck you talking about? You her dad. I'm her dad. No, I'm her fucking dad. Shit goes crazy. Nobody fights. Cops come. Call the mom. The mom comes. She know she didn't tell one that it's not your daughter. She just thought I would tell you some other time. And it just years had went on. The girl's five years old. And she told the daughter, don't say nothing to the other guy. But both of them was acting as if they were daddy. And only one of them was daddy. And she admitted to all this. And that's how the story went. And the principal told that this is what happened when I was at work today. <laughs> wow. You know what's so sad about that? So the mom, the fact that she involved the daughter in her shenanigans. And this is the topper. This is the icing on the cake. Been holding this down for five, five years, you and the daughter has a fight mom has a, a fight with a best friend best girlfriend girlfriend calls both dads and tells both dads they need to go to the school and pick up the kid at the same time and be there at 2 30 because she had a fight with her fucking friend so because i was about to say what was the like why wow so yeah had a fight with your girlfriend your girlfriend said okay i got some get back that's i'm gonna call so, your baby dad <laughs> i hope men and women in life i hope that you have a friend that you know, no matter what y'all go through, your secrets are safe with them. Mm. Like, I, I I, hope that people have that in life. That's, that is horrible for the mom to do. And even more horrible to... But don't know how to fight. It, but well, that's what I'm saying. That ain't the person, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just hope that everybody has at least one friend in their life that's horrible for the friend to do that that was she ain't no friend yeah. like you you don't you don't do that she ain't no friend i have people who i have not many i ain't lost a lot of friends but i have people who i have been friends with and i ain't never wished them no harm i would never do nothing negative to them your secrets are still safe with me if you ever see this i don't care to ever talk to you again but i ain't never doing nothing shady behind nobody back that is horrible <laughs> but you but you know what's crazy i wonder where that was because it, i know in philadelphia and it's unfortunate because of situations that happen it's very hard for you to pick up a kid from school. Like, I know my sister has had to provide contacts of people. Well, that's what that the principal was saying. She was like, when well, one father asks, there's a slip you got to print out with information and shit on the verifying. So the mom probably had both on yeah. the list. So <laughs> when, when they printed out, they, they thought it was two different kids. So they thought they had two different slips. So when they printed it out, they realized the slips was the same. And it was like, oh, we want the same kid. Like, you wow. know, with, like the, the, the information came slick. out, the, 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 the DOB, all that shit matched. You like, know what's crazy too? Because kids have, kids' mouths are like faucets. The fact that the little girl had been able to like not let this slip is, is poor baby. That's horrible. Oh my God. What's your second grand? Um, are we letting these lace fronts go? I had this in my story in 2022. <laughs> you know, this you a woman just say, yeah, I'm down with it. So I think all my women should. No, I don't think I, there are some people who get lace. Can we pick up something else? There are some women who get lace fronts that look very nice. There, there uh -huh. are. The thing is, so you're saying the people who get them who don't look nice stop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's one of them things where you can't cheapen. You you can't go the cheap route because you'll be able to tell that you went the cheap route. But guess what? I ain't in the position to tell nobody what they should do with it. What I would rather let people let go before the lace fronts is these um, squirrels that they have attached to their eyelids. It's for the sake of satire. We're really not trying to tell you what to no, do. No, I really you want y'all to let the lashes go. You're grown. You <laughs> what the fuck you want to do. But you need to leave them lace fronts alone. And y'all on TikTok with the whole thing in your hand and you just slip it on your head like that. <laughs> that's fucking foul. That's what? Foul. I didn't see that. Yeah, they got the stocking cap on the, the thing in their hand. And they just go... <laughs> And it's like right on the forehead, look like blend right in, like like two seconds, like right on. Oh, they probably fast forward it because you gotta do no, some work to no, it. No, it's not fast. I'll show you. I'll show you. Oh um, wow. Um, but yeah, just pick up something else, or you know, have some individuality. That's all. Um, Iran last gram. Iranian man died after taking a bath, which he had not done in fifty four years. 
I saw that he was like the dirty. He was I didn't. 94 I didn't. Ninety-four years old, and he didn't take a bath in fifty-four years. He was I, labeled the dirtiest man in the yeah. world. Yeah. So how long after? He didn't take a bath because he thought he would get sick, and his diet was rotten meat and dirty water for fifty-four years. And, and how long lived. after his bath did he die? It was like a couple of weeks. weeks. Right. He got sick, got pneumonia, and died. Because they bathed uh, him, and I, he would get sad every time somebody would offer him clean water and a bath. He would get sad and cry. And they took him and bathed him, and he died. Those germs was probably like keeping him alive. His immune system, like they didn't know what soap was. Wow. You gave him good bacteria, and it killed him. Uh, wow, that's 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 crazy. Go to sh leave people alone. Let them, I mean, but uh, yeah, Where, did he like live in a home or something? He lived around people called him Uncle Something, Uncle Hako, or something like that. Some weird. What, name. Okay, this might sound like a crazy question. You said Iranian man. Was he still living in Iran? Or, mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he hadn't. He didn't like. No, water. I just didn't know if he was like an immigrant. If he lived somewhere else, but no, was he from didn't like Iran. Water. He okay. didn't take a bath for fifty-four years. He was afraid that water would kill him. And sure enough, it did. Why would you take a man in his 90s? I was about to say, at that point, let him live it out. He, and it ain't like he ain't take a bath in 54 days. He can't take a bath in 54 More than years. half his life. Just let him rock, rock out. Half a century. This rock man out for however much longer. Y'all bathed him and he died. He probably... It's just a shame. His mm -hmm. body didn't went into shock from germs. He probably didn't even recognize who the fuck he was. Like all The smell up. of soap might have like made him sick. Obviously, he was single. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> if that's what you ask. Uh, Let's do a wrap. Act to the podcast. Wrapping up episode 94. Your boy, International Walk. Your girl, Taj, the co-hostess with the mostest. See our faces on acttothepodcast.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Spotify, TikTok, and Twitter. All those platforms. And take my word for it. You're going to see us in the lights. Peace. If you fuck with us, you fuck with us. If you don't, you should. Peace.